Hey friends, welcome to Anchored In Always. I'm Katie Thornhill, and I've been through the storms of marriage infidelity, drug and alcohol addiction of a loved one, and even loss of a child to cancer. In this podcast, I will share with you how to place healthy boundaries in your relationships, how to recover from past hurts using the principles of Christian recovery, and how to find healing even in the loss of a loved one, so that you can live a life of joy and purpose despite your circumstances. If you're ready to find freedom and victory, then join me on a journey of soul restoration as we anchor into Jesus. So pull your hair back, strap on your boots, and grab your Bible, and let's weather this storm. Welcome back to Anchored and Always. We've been talking about idols or things we place of importance in our lives, often before God, and how they can keep us stuck. Today we are talking about the idol of self-sufficiency. I just want to add a quick note that I am referencing the study more than anything from Daily Grace Co. in these episodes that I'm doing on idolatry. So I would highly recommend this study as well as many others on their website. It's a great resource for Bibles, Bible studies, journals, and other Bible study tools as well. I'll put the link in the show notes so you can check it out. Okay, so what is the idol of self-sufficiency? This one is actually really hard in today's society because we are constantly hearing the message that you are enough, right? You've got this. You can do it. Which obviously isn't intended to be a negative message, but from a biblical context, it can promote self-sufficiency or this idea that we can manage on our own strength and that we don't need help or maybe even that we shouldn't need help um, from other people because we are strong enough on our own. And if we're being honest, we know that that is not true. So many of us find ourselves taking this message, though, and striving to the point of exhaustion to build our lives or find success in ourselves and what we can accomplish in our own strength. So we begin to isolate often, going to the Lord less or reaching out for help or accountability less because either we think we've got this, I'm fine, I can do it, or to ask for help is a sign of weakness. 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 through 10 tell us, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. In our weakness, we are strong in him. Our lives were never intended to reflect us, but to reflect his power at work in our weakness. If we are constantly focusing on what we are capable of, we honestly limit the opportunities to allow his strength and his power and glory to be reflected in our lives. I know this to be true in my own life. The times where things were going the way that I planned and I hustled and I strived and worked to achieve a goal, and maybe even I accomplished that goal. And let me just say that, yes, it does feel so good to set goals and to work hard and then to celebrate them. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think the difference is when our confidence or our success is built solely around ourselves, then it can become an idol. We forget who gave us the gifts in the first place. Maybe we didn't even acknowledge him or give him any glory from it. The successes will not sustain you long term. They are often short-lived and at any moment can change. Your whole life can change. So if it's built solely on what you are able to accomplish and achieve, no matter how big you think it is, you will be disappointed. 
And you and I both are robbing ourselves of the true goodness that God has for us. It's honestly in those times of weakness and struggle that we realize our deep need for him. When we don't know which way to go or we don't have the strength to even get up and move forward, that's where we turn to Jesus fully and realize our weakness and our need for him. And we can find the strength that will sustain us long term. I had a counseling appointment recently and I realized through talking it out that I still struggle with this more than I thought. I haven't really fully allowed myself to grieve because I'm scared of it. So I just keep pushing through and going more and trying to accomplish more, pouring into other people and not really allowing myself to be poured into. I'm relying on my own strength to push me through to the other side and I'm exhausted and it can cause burnout. Jesus is calling me to just sit on his lap. I can almost hear his still small voice whispering, Daughter, I see you. I know you're hurting. Come to me and let me carry your burden. Let me comfort you. But I keep putting my hand out. No, Jesus, I'm fine. I got this. I'm just going to keep pushing until I don't feel the pain anymore. Friends, that's not okay. It's not okay for you and it's not okay for me. We truly need to let ourselves feel our feelings and trust God enough to give us the grace we need to stop with the I must, I should, I have to, and just be okay to be in his presence. That's all we really need to do. John 15 verses 1 through 11 remind us, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that you... that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. You know, if I'm being honest, when Marcus died, I just jumped right into serving to avoid my pain. And it really is catching up with me because apart from him, we can do nothing, nothing of eternal lasting value, even our best intentions. My intentions were good. I know that that God called Josh and I to start this ministry but I haven't done a good job of taking care of myself and allowing the Lord to minister to me as I pour out to other people. And so even our best intentions will fall short without his power at work in us because he is our source. His words feeds and nourishes our soul. His spirit gives us power to grow and bear fruit, real lasting fruit. But when we choose to break off the vine and do our own thing, We lack the power and nourishment, and any fruit that we might bear, if any at all, will not last. So how do we remain in him, in the vine? 
Number one, we need to stay connected moment to moment. We need to believe that he is who he says he is, the son of God, the most high. If we truly believe that, we can believe the power is there that we need to nourish our lives and that we can trust on it and rely on it. Second, we need to be obedient, reading his word and walking in it. How can we expect to bear good fruit when we are walking in constant disobedience, not connected to the vine? Third, we need to know the gospel, believe it, share it, and live it out in our lives. And lastly, staying connected to the body of Christ, gathering regularly with other believers and plugging into a church home and serving, maybe joining a small group and studying the word together. I know that this might rub some of you the wrong way, but I feel that someone needs to hear this today. You cannot grow in isolation. It's truly not enough to sit by yourself at home and read your Bible and never meet with other believers and talk about it or study it together or serve together. This is why the apostles worked and suffered and ultimately died to lay the foundations for the early church. Because we need each other. We need to meet and gather and worship and break bread. When I gather with my CR family every Tuesday night, it feeds my soul. It fills my cup. I don't always feel like going. There are some nights where I've just had a long day or I'm grieving or I have a headache and it would just be easier to stay home. But I can say honestly that every single time I go, I always leave filled up. And when I attend church on Sunday and worship with my church family and listen to the Bible being read over me and hear the Lord speak to my heart through the message, that too nourishes my soul. And when I attend other events like retreats or concerts, it also fills my cup. I recently went to a worship concert at Belmont University in Nashville with a close friend. And I can't explain how powerful it was to be in a large room with brothers and sisters in Christ. And almost everyone had their hands raised and we were all singing, praising, and worshiping God together in unity. It's an incredible experience and I truly believe it's how we were designed to grow and thrive and bear fruit as believers. As we are connected to the vine, the source, Jesus nourishes and strengthens us by his power, the Holy Spirit, and in community with other believers consistently, weekly, even daily. That's when we can truly thrive. So where are you relying on your own strength? Where do you need to plug in spiritually to the vine right now in your own life? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I thank you that you designed us to need you, to need each other. That as we are rooted in you, you give us the strength we need to grow and flourish in our lives. God, I pray for myself and the person listening today who may feel disconnected from the vine at times, who is maybe struggling to, to grow and thrive in their own strength and is withering away. Father, help us to connect back to you, the source, to realize our deep need for you and that in our weakness, we are actually strong because of your power at work in us. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Hey friend, are you feeling stuck? Maybe in your relationship with God, yourself, or other people in your life? As a professional life and relationship coach, I can help you discover unhealthy patterns and mindsets that are holding you back from experiencing more fulfilling relationships and stepping into that God-sized calling on your life with confidence. You can email me at katie at anchoredinalways.com. And be sure to check out my brand new website at anchoredinalways.com for more information and to book your 20-minute free discovery session with me today. 
Also, if you enjoyed today's episode and would like to connect and learn more, join our community on Facebook at Anchored In Always. I will put all of these links in the show notes for you. Lastly, I want to bring this message of hope and healing to as many hurting people as possible. So help me spread the love by sharing this podcast on your social media outlets. Please take a quick minute to subscribe and leave me a review. Thank you for anchoring in with me today. God bless you as you weather your storms. Thank you.